been uh quite a day i uh woke up still with my new smile a revised smile i should say um i uh woke up with 90 days since my last drink um i uh started my new job today Uh, it's been a good day. Been a good day. Of course, um, you know, uh, with all of these these excellent things uh, that I've been able to celebrate today, <clears throat> one thing that's been a little um, little conflicting in terms of celebration is my son's birthday. So I thought I would take a couple of minutes and uh, and address that and, and just talk a little bit about how how I'm feeling about that and and really you know how much things have changed um, over the course of the last two years. January nineteenth, twenty nineteen was uh, probably <clears throat> the longest day of my life. I didn't really sleep the night before as it was. Um, and then early that morning, you know, uh, me and Mackenzie had to get raced to the hospital. And we were there all day. Uh, and finally, um, Journey was, was delivered. He was born uh, shortly before midnight on January 19th. In the 48 minutes that he was alive, he was held by Mackenzie, and then uh, her parents, and then finally me. And it was me that was holding him when he took his last breath. And, you know, I think about that a lot. Uh, I mean, the whole day, but, but really just those, you know, short minutes that I had with him in my hands and holding him. interesting how you know to this day uh, I still feel the impact of those moments and I don't just mean like the stress and trauma of it um, those few moments where I felt totally and completely connected to him and uh, that feeling hasn't dissipated in fact I think part of the reason why you know I grieved so hard and not to say that you know there's any way to really gauge one's grief uh, you know, I, I know plenty of other parents now who have lost children and some of them often will talk about you know like they feel feelings of guilt because they feel like they didn't mourn or cry or sob or feel out of control enough with their emotions and um, I don't think it really can be gauged that way I think it's it's, uh, it's subjective and relative 
But, you know, I think for me personally, <clears throat> part of the reason why it felt so out of control for me, why it was so overwhelming, was because that feeling that I felt that I still continue to was so uh, foreign to me. Um, it, it was so deep and so abundant that I, I kind of didn't know what to do with it. It was, it was too much to handle, uh, which is anybody who's watching this probably knows, um, eventually that led to me, you know, giving up, uh, on any semblance of a healthy, productive life, <clears throat> you know, succumbing to, uh, my sorrow and going back into total self-destruction mode, you know, uh, it was not even a month after he died. That, uh, that I relapsed and you know, opened up a bottle of booze and, and just swam in that for you know, nearly two years. Today I have 90 days since my last drink and uh, 90 days ago I was living under a bridge in filth and just wanting so badly to escape that, you know, but knowing that if I did, that I would not be able to continue numbing that pain, and not knowing how I was going to handle life and, and all the feelings that I've been repressing, and, you know, as I sit here today, you know, with the things that I've accomplished in that short period of time, and... You know, I mean, a lot can be said about, you know, having structure and stability, uh, you know, four walls and a roof, a bed that's at least two and a half feet off the ground. Um, you know, it's, I mean, th those are all great things. And, you know, and with those things comes, you know, opportunity to correct a lot of other things. It's a lot easier to focus on getting your emotions and your mind straight. Uh, when you don't have to worry about where you're sleeping every night or if the people that are, you know, in your general vicinity are, you know, going to get dangerous for some reason, uh, either due to some sort of mental health instability or, uh, you know, a drug addiction. But really, the thing that I, I'm most proud of, I don't want to say proud, but the thing that the biggest change for me is my um, my ability to to speak about my son, to be able to to say his name, to use the word journey in any sentence. Uh, you know, one <laughs> one of the hardest things for me um, after his death was, you know being involved in any kind of a recovery setting because the word journey is used so often. You know, the, the place where I have been um, receiving, you know, therapy for years. <laughs> it's called journey. <clears throat> um, and, you know, I, 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 I sort of stopped using that word and replaced it with path, which is fine. Um, and, you know, and it's you know, and it's okay to take time with those things. You know, I'm, I'm accepting that now. 
but you know, to be able to sit here today and and celebrate his life, however short, and 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 not have been dreading this day, you know, I last year I was anticipating it with so much fear, and on this day last year I I don't really I can't really tell you what I did. I mean, other than get drunk. You know, I, I just, I remember crying a lot and being very unconsolable. And I wasn't approaching it like that this year. And not just because of the 90 days or the dentist appointment or the new job. But because the love that I still feel for my son journey uh, outweighs the, the grief that I also feel. I mean, in a way, they, they, they go hand in hand, but I can definitely lean more on the positive. You know, I have people who, you know, will ask me about him, and then not in a, a way that, you know, they're, they're walking on eggshells or wearing kids' gloves when they approach the subject, because I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's understood now. Like, I, I, I think I, I'm emitting this... <laughs> emitting this uh, this this air of comfortability with subjects and um, and that's good that you know like that that helps me believe in my myself and my ability to uh, you know to continue um, moving forward you know with this experience and you know I mean I've you know dealt with the loss of friends and family for as far back as I can remember this, I mean, every, every loss is, you know, its own thing. You know, it all takes a little, you know, another little piece of your heart. But uh, the difference with this is while it took a big piece of my heart, I, I gained so much at the same time that, you know, again, it was just, it was, I think it was confusing. But I can really rest now. knowledge and the experience that you know I, I loved him so much I love him still and understanding that I have that capacity to love someone so deeply so immensely someone that isn't myself <laughs> you know uh, is a really is a really really good good feeling. I want to continue to honor him. I want to go on my, in, in my life with the idea that, you know, if, if we were to meet one day, that I could see in his eyes that he was proud to be my son. make anything, no matter what happens, no matter what's happened, um, everything that I do, worth something. So, just wanted to uh, check in, talk about that, <laughs> and, uh, and just say, 
happy birthday to my son. To Journey Russell Kempfer, wherever you are, happy birthday. And I love you. And I love all of you too. Thank you all.